Meet Baby Bink. He's a genuine joy. You got a nasty little surprise for me? Adorable summer fun. Don't you get into any mischief, Lord? That dad one. Hilarious. Pure baby. Where would you go? Kids will love it. There he is! From John Hughes. You had quite an adventure today. Baby's Day Out. Directed by Patrick Reed Johnson. Rated PG. Starts Friday at theaters everywhere. Was that some Home Alone music I just heard, Tyler? Oh, yeah. It was definitely the Home Alone music. Yeah, it was. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the show, Old Millennials Remember Movies. I am your host, Angela Yoshiko, here with my awesome co-host. I was trying to think of something clever, but then I failed. Tyler Wilson, welcome. Hi there. (laughs) You're such a jerk. What did I do now? Nothing. You just always laugh at me. Anyway, so I was going to do a voice for this whole episode, but Tyler discouraged me. No, I said do it if you could do it for the whole episode. Oh, one of these episodes I'm going to. Okay. Well, okay. Just be should pretend you're a different person. Yeah, I'll be like, hi, hi. Yeah. Hi, I'm Sean. Remember me, guest star Sean? I don't think that's how Sean sounds. Not at all. That's what makes it funny. I see. I see. Okay. So... Before we jump into what we've been watching recently, okay. Um, if you're new to the show, thanks for tuning in and listening. Um, the show is called Old Millennials because we are millennials, correct, Tyler? I thought we were zennials. Uh, yeah, there's. What's this nonsense? We got to make a new word now because some people didn't like being called millennials, so yes. like we got to be called zennials now because we're old. Just say old millennials. Just say old millennials. Don't let me say X, but say Z. I hate that shit. Agreed. So depending on what source you're looking at. Uh, millennials range from people born in the 80s and 90s. Right. Some range from, I've seen a couple, range from like 78 to 98. So it's confusing. But basically, if you're born in the 80s and 90s, you're a millennial. Tyler and I want to um, own that, but not really. So, wait, now that I just said that, a thing about the Xennials and it start, starts with an X, Did is, is it? do you say it that way? Or am I like, did I just make it that way? Is it, they, do you, are you supposed to say Xennials? I don't know. What? No, I think Xennials is fine. That's how I would say it. But it not to be the, confused with Gen X, which is people born in the set. This is what 70s. I'm talking about. This is yeah. why it's confusing. It Old millennials. Confusing. So We're not we, changing the name of the show. <laughs> we we are not changing the name, although sometimes I would like to because we picked too many syllables and words. We should have just been Old Millennials. Okay. And then Tyler was like, remember movies. I did not. We both said that was the name mm, of the show because that was what the show is. I'm going to blame you for that. However, our website, if you'd like to check it out, is oldmillennialsremember.com because basically the gist of this show is we're old millennials, so we exist in today. So we talk about things we experience today, like new movies that have come out, things we're watching on TV, random movies that Tyler put on, puts on, that kind of stuff. And then... We go back into the movies of the that we grew up on in the 80s and 90s. Now, Tyler and I are defining the years differently, and we are going to get into that on the next episode. So if you're curious about that, be sure to listen to the next episode where we're going to talk about what do what years do we cover and why. Okay. okay. What a tease. What a tease. <laughs> why are you sharing it for the next episode? We should have just brought that up on the next episode. What I if know. we forget to bring it up now? I won't. Okay. I remember everything. Everything. Yeah. Speaking of which, what do you remember watching recently? I bet you can't remember. No, I don't know. (laughs) I normally wouldn't, but I wrote it down. Good job. So, we did go on um, vacation. Right. A fancy vacation. Went to Boise, Idaho. Yeah, to visit my parents and let my, our four kids hang out with their uh, cousins, which they, whom they love. Um, And while there... 
We did a few things. We went to the zoo. Mm-hmm. And then on the same day that we went to the zoo, mm-hmm. we went and saw a movie that I was pretty excited to see. And as was our kids. Yeah. Our kids really wanted to see this. This was like up there in anticipation alongside Toy Story 4 this summer. For sure. Yep. So that movie is Dora and the Lost City of Gold. You had to look up the rest of that title, didn't you? Well, you know, yeah. It's not called Dora the Explorer. It's called Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Yes. So, Tyler thoughts well our, our the door movie our kids found it delightful yes they did they enjoyed it movie and if you've seen door the explore the cartoon right at the end of every episode there's a we did it song right. and a dance right so i don't it was it a we did it song so much as it was a, like a rewritten kind of yeah so we did it song well there's a dance number and then the so the movie gets in the theater the lights come up and it gets quiet in the theater because it's over and the music hasn't quite the new music hasn't quite timed in and our four-year-old yelled out very loudly i want to watch this movie forever yes so she liked while it. jamming out in her seat she was like shaking, shaking the violently. whole row yeah. of seats she really liked it but our older kids also liked it our youngest for an hour and watching it and then he fell asleep for the last half hour and i actually carried him out of the theater to the car which does not happen he's two years old and no. you have never carried him anywhere outside of the house asleep no he's t- really tired he went to yeah. the zoo for god's sake yeah anyway um yeah listen that movie's not bad. <laughs> okay. So if you've seen Dora, yeah. either because you're a young millennial mm-hmm. or because you're an old millennial with kids, with kids yeah. who've seen it, mm-hmm. um, and you know the movie and the characters, the, not show, the, movie, yeah. the show and the characters, uh, you'll enjoy this movie. It is doing a very hard thing, which is it's like it's poking at it mm-hmm. and teasing it, with, but in a loving way. Mm-hmm. It It's... Kind of making fun of some things, but also treating it like you love it. Like, mm-hmm. you should love it. It's like, it to, It was a very odd experience for me watching it, mm-hmm. because as I was watching it, um, the way they were hitting beats and hitting certain things, uh, certain elements that we're familiar with in terms of Dora, because we had uh, two kids, especially. our oldest daughter loved Dora, Dora loves so much, and our current uh, four-year-old loves it. So we've, yeah, we've seen a lot of Dora. So we even dressed up as Dora the Explorer two years ago for Halloween. Yeah, so... She loves it. You know, she's... <sighs> I've seen it a lot, and I my always opinion was is like it's not. A, I mean, I don't know. I don't pay. It doesn't irritate me like certain shows do, but it was just something I never paid attention to. But this movie does a really fun thing in that it's like, yeah, you know, you love it, and you're like, yeah, I do love it. Like <laughs> I love that they did this. When I oh, they did that thing where they're in the show and they're kind of teasing it, but they're still doing it, and mm-hmm. I really like that. The main actress. uh is Isabella Monaire, is that right? Sure. I definitely have that pulled up. Please confirm for that for me. Uh, she's terrific. Like, she's really good. And it's like this thing where Dora is, like, in high school and she's got to go to the big city. All that stuff really lands, I think, because of her performance. She's just got that... You know, she's she's an innocent, right? She doesn't act like a teenage, like a regular teenager. That's kind of, like, the humor of it. And it seems obvious, but she's uh, just really strong in that. And then it kind of goes on this, like, little... Indiana Jones adventure for kids and there's booby traps and they call even the movie refers to them as like jungle puzzles and it's all really fun there's a very bizarre inclusion of Swiper the Fox where it is like the animation looks like it was from it's like CGI but it's like 1998 CGI it seems like but it seems intentional they want it to be like really stick out anyway um it was dare I say like a delightful experience it was good Dora and the Lost City of Gold was good yes it was what are you doing? I'm trying to look up and IMDb put the cast in first bill. Why don't you just type in Dora and the Lost City of Gold, Google it, and they'll give you the three main leads right off the top. Well, 
Mm, this just says Swiper, Benicio Del Toro. Geez, spoiler. Madeline Miranda is six-year-old Dora. Michael Pena is in it as Dora's dad. Um, uh, Why isn't it Eva Longoria just like... is... I, I could look this up. Google, go to Google. You know what? You're not being very nice to Use me Use right Google. Now, which is the reason we didn't record this off episode last night, because you weren't being very nice to that's me. Not that's, that's not true. That's not a fact. That is definitely a fact. That's not a fact. That's why we're weeks behind. It's not a fact. Oh, because it's my fault? Yes. No, that's outrageous. What's your name? Oh, Isabella Moner. What if I just typed in Isabella Moner? I bet it tells me she was in uh, Dora in the Lost City of Gold. It's like they don't want us to know her name. Isabella Moner. Well, she looks young in the pictures. <laughs> um, she's probably, yeah, it's Isabella Moner. She's the star of Dora in the Lost City of Gold. Got Way it. to go. Had it right away. What you do you need to do? Gold City star. I get a digimetal. Gold City. Did you see? I was trying to do a thing there. Yeah. It's good. It's delightful. We enjoyed it. Did you enjoy it? I really did. I laughed out loud. I thought it was sweet. I thought it was cute. There may be like a hallucination in which there's actual Animation. stuff. Yeah, it's really funny. It's, you know, it's a kid's movie. I wouldn't yeah. send people who are adults that don't watch, have never seen Dora and be like, it's watch it. You know, I don't yeah, think you're going to enjoy it. But It's not intended for... No, it's meant for kids who are... I think it's meant for little kids who like Dora because it still plays. Because it's teenagers, but they're... They're like Disney Channel teenagers. Their yeah. problems are not like they're they're not like teenager problems. No. They're like up elementary age kid problems, you know. So yep. Uh, let's see what else we saw. Oh, the other thing we saw. Oh, yeah, something else to say. You were getting ready to say something. Fast and Furious presents. We saw Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Mm-hmm. And what did you think about that movie? That's fucking great. <laughs> just the kind of movie I like for the summer blockbuster. I just want car chases. And fight scenes and awesomeness and a little bit of dick swagger. And we definitely got that in this movie. They were measuring dicks the whole movie. It's Jason Statham and The Rock just measuring each other's dicks. Not literally. It's PG-13, so not actually, like, pulling their uh, penises out. Mm -hmm. But they are, like, jabbing each other. Mm -hmm. A jib and a a jab here, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's fun. I think it's uh, better than The Fate of the Furious, the last uh, uh, Fast and Furious movie. It's... You know, it's meant to be a spinoff, so it's like, I mean, wh- just to think about, like, what how this series has progressed. We're at the point now where Idris Elba's playing a character. He refers to himself as Black Superman, and it's not inaccurate. He's like a cyborg. Um, yeah, he was shot in the head in a previous movie by Jason Statham. He wasn't in a movie, though. This is his first appearance. In a previous experience with right. the character of <laughs> he's Jason not appeared. He's not appeared in the series. Um, um, and some cyborg puts him back to life with a robot spine and robot parts. Yeah, and he can see, uh, well, <laughs> it anticipates, anticipates punches. Yeah, at one point there's, <laughs> but, a, there's a line where, where uh, what's his name? The Rock is like, so we're basically fighting the Terminator. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, they are playing, they're so fighting Idris the Terminator. Alba is the Terminator, also black superman yeah and the rock you know i we he's got he's done some pretty ridiculous things in this series but this one he literally like jumps out of a building and like doesn't there's no scratch and these guys don't get scratches on them he's like he's like running down a building yeah he's running down but he then he has to drop down and they still land like there's still there's several floors where he like yeah. grabs the guy and then lands yeah for sure <sighs> it's awesome <laughs> Um, yeah, when you go for the, the, the banter between the two, 
Um, but I thought the girl who played Jason Vanessa face. Kirby, she was in mm-hmm. uh, Mission Impossible Fallout for a little bit, and she's great. She's yeah. actually um, a great new character. I hope that if this thing continues or eventually goes back into that franchise, that she gets included because the Fast franchise has like not done great with female characters of late. They got rid of Gal Gadot before she was Wonder Woman. That was dumb of them, wasn't it? So dumb. Um, you know, Michelle Rodriguez has been there for a while, but, you know, other than that, it's been a little bit of weak sauce. You need some more Vanessa Kirby. She's pretty good in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's not, I mean, it's it's really dumb. <laughs> oh, the, the plot is stupid. It's I mean, a it, really fun movie. I thought it was really interesting that The Rock chose this movie to debut his Samoan Samoan background, unless yes. you count Moana. He's not really Samoan, I guess, in that, is he? No, no. I mean, like, yes and no, but, yeah. like, they're there, they show everything. I don't know. It is a very odd... It wasn't odd, like, like... here's my culture and my homeland and my family and... Yeah, you can definitely see these guys' fingerprints all over the thing, that's for sure. We're not, uh... <laughs> we're not making any... No Vin Diesel has been uh, here to, like, over, like... Make it over serious. Look, I'm I'm team. Look, I'm team Diesel. Or not, I'm not team whoa, Diesel. Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm not. Te- I'm team Rock in the yeah. Rock versus Diesel fight. So I I personally find Vin Diesel to be a liability in all of those movies. I think that's a good way to describe that. Um, especially when he was like separated from everybody in the last one. Ugh, I mm. no. But, but anyway, you know what movie he needs to do again? What? He Pitch needs Black? to just do another Riddick movie. Yeah, or another Triple uh, X because that last Triple X is something else. <laughs> I wish we could do that show, that movie as a full episode. The Return of Xander Hey, Cage. guess what, Tyler? It's our podcast. We can do whatever the hell we want It doesn't to. fit into those rules that we'll talk about next episode. Next episode. So, okay. that, is that all you saw? Yep. Okay. And I'll, you saw a bunch of things, yeah. as you usually do. Aquafina, who was in, like, Oceans, the last Oceans 8 movie, and she was in Crazy Rich Asians. Her, she <laughs> lives in New York. She goes, finds out that her um, mo- grandmother is... Uh, dying, but the family's not telling her because that's kind of like the cultural aspect. The there. family's not telling the grandma. Not telling the grandma. So she yeah. goes back. It was just, even though it's about a different kind of family, a different culture than I don't that I don't have. It made me feel very connected to my own relationships with my grandmothers, especially. Um, there's some shots and images in the movie that just are like. They're an instant, like, piercing to, like, a very specific memory in, of my life with my grandmother uh, and both grandmothers, really. So uh, I think that's the intent. Like, the movie, I think, is doing that for a lot of people because it has a universality to it. But it's also very specific and makes it kind of a novel approach. And I loved it. It will likely be in a top ten that we do at the end of the year. That's how much I liked it. I think you'd really like this movie, too. Obviously. Yeah. I think we had talked about maybe going to it, and I was like, ugh, I just don't want to be bummed out. Yeah, I would not, I would say it's not a, it's not a bummer. It's not, it's not that. I would say you, you, you walk out of that with a, I mean, there are, yeah, there are okay, moments. Did you cry in the movie theater? Well, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, nah, I don't feel like crying in a movie well, theater. Well, we didn't have a sitter at that point, so then, yeah. So anyway. Very good. I also watched uh, Apollo 11. That's on Hulu. That is the newish documentary about Apollo 11, the uh, trip to the moon, first trip to the moon. Oh, yeah, I saw that with Tom Hanks. Nope, that was Apollo 13. And then they made another movie last year called First Man with Ryan Gosling, which I also really liked, uh, where it was a, a dramatic retelling of the first man on the moon. This was documentary footage that they found a bunch of new footage of like pre-launch and around like Houston and then um, at the missile or the launch area, uh, 
and then all this audio. They found all this audio. They released it to the public finally. It's like hours and hours and hours of like audio of the entire mission with ground control talking to Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. And so what they do, there's no narration. There's no talking heads in the movie. It is all just like a retelling of like launch to the moon and back. And it is incredible. Where did you watch it? It's on Hulu. You oh. can watch it right now. It's 90 minutes, and it's it's thrilling. I, I mean, yeah, we we know that story, right? But, like, there's also all this new footage, and it's just, like, it's just really well put together. It's very dramatically put together. You obviously know what happens, but it's just um, really captivating. I really enjoyed watching that. I would recommend that to anybody, especially people who are still talking about Stanley Kubrick filming that moonling. Uh, I think this maybe will put the rest of the... Why did you point at me? Not you. Okay, you pointed at me like I was one of those people. No, you. No, but you know, there's you know all this evidence well, <laughs> that we went to the moon. Are like, look, we faked the moon landing. Just look at the shadows. But also, there's a bunch of people who are still alive that were like involved in this and know for a fact that. And you that's know, we why did what's it. his name will punch you if you. Him. <laughs> Buzz Aldrin. Yeah. One of the more satisfying things on the internet is a video, a brief video of some guy getting in Buzz Aldrin's face, and he promptly uh, punches the shit out of him. It's fucking great. <laughs> so amazing. I love it. <laughs> and maybe we shouldn't wish violence on people, but like that guy was asking for it. <laughs> some people need to get punched in the face. Nazis and guys who are going up to Buzz Aldrin telling him he didn't go to the moon. Yeah, you you deserve to get, get punched in the, in the face. face. Like, freedom of speech, sure, but you, you freedom of a fist punch you right back in the face. Pretty good. Uh, the last thing I watched was Serenity, which is not the oh, Firefly. I saw, that. I saw that Joss nope. Whedon movie. Nope, that's not it. Uh, that was the the, the good Serenity. Um, <laughs> this is Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway. And Matthew McConaughey, this is a movie that came out this year. in this what? In theaters this year. And now it is already on Amazon Prime for your uh, viewing uh, enjoyment. And it is about Matthew McConaughey, and he's hunting for a big tuna, a big tuna fish. Sounds really familiar. It's all like on a you know turquoise blue ocean, and the trailer is like, "What's this movie about?" It's like a mystery. Like Anne Hathaway comes back; she's his like ex-wife. I want you to kill my current husband because he's abusing me and my son. Take him out to the water and make sure he drowns. Oh, are they trying to um, smooch off of the that one show that he was on, that one season? Pardon? Blood something. Bloodline? Mm-hmm. Matthew McConaughey was not in that. <laughs> okay, what was that other one? Oh, the Detectives. True Detective? Yeah. No, it has nothing to do with True Detective. I feel like they were That's trying to... That's a good to, show. I feel like they were trying to... I don't know, but uh, this movie is... <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my gosh. So there's a huge twist in it, but it's like... The twist is like what you do at the end of the movie when there's like five minutes left. That's when you reveal a, a twist so ludicrous. Peter dad. They reveal this twist like halfway through, and then they like let it play out for another hour. Oh, and it is does not work. It doesn't work. What's like you the can't. Twist? Do I? I spoiler. I do. I want to. I think it's. Do you almost, want me to watch it? I mean, because <laughs> you know our listeners aren't gonna watch. So it's it. it's bad. It's really bad. I would say it's not enjoyable even, but. The reveal of the twist, if you don't know it, is pretty great. Okay, don't tell me then. <laughs> like, like that alone is almost worth watching it for an hour and being like, "Wait, what the fuck are we doing?" Like, okay. And it, there are even like, like I think it, like you could reasonably figure it out when you're watching it. Shh, don't ruin it. I gotta watch but this now. But when you do that, you're being like, 
what what the goddamn hell? I'm not we're not gonna do that, are we? In this movie, <laughs> goddamn hell. And then they do it, and you're like, I can't believe they're doing this. And then like, oh, it's horrible. But I mean, you know, okay, something to watch. So you'll recommend that just for the experience. <laughs> it's awful. It might be the worst movie you see all year, but uh somebody's got to be the worst well it might be better than aladdin i don't know <laughs> you liked aladdin i didn't like that new aladdin you loved it didn't like that new lion king talk about it check out episode hum, something hum, or hum. other hum, hum, hum. let's talk about baby's day out did that cover all the movies you saw that was it yeah i'm gonna get gotta get going gotta get pumping on okay. baby's day out so welcome to the podcast if you uh jumped ahead and didn't listen to us talk so why rude. we why talked you, about serenity why are you fast forwarding like that talked rude. about serenity Okay, so we're going to talk about Baby's Day Out. It came out in 1994, but before we get into what we remember and all the greatness of the plot, what do you remember? You just said the same thing twice. I know. That I was, was weird. You got, got yourself we get into high the stats and the details. You yes. Just, you got yourself we twisted have to around. We say what we remember. You got to put your thing back, flip it, and reverse it. Yes, thank you. You want me to read? Did you write something down or no? Um, yeah. What did you write? Okay. <laughs> I did. Okay. the only notes I took for the movie. Oh, okay. Oh, plus five bullet points. You're welcome. Here we go. I remember, dot, 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 Tyler talking about this every year for the past 18 years. Have I seen it? I don't think so. He's been trying to convince me since we met to watch this movie, and finally, it's going to happen. Based on what he's told me, this movie is about a baby who escapes and goes around New York City, including a construction site. I'm sure there are bad guys and the baby being awesome. You nailed it. <laughs> okay, so upon watching, mm-hmm. here's what I remember. Yeah. I have seen it before. Yeah. And I did also fall asleep that time and this time. You fell asleep this time? Of course I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely stayed awake. I wrote, a baby gets kidnapped by three idiots, including Joey Pants and Fat Tony. Okay, keep going. Except that they don't know what they're doing and the baby, uh-oh, my phone just turned off. Oh. And the baby escapes. Baby gets in all sorts of dangerous situations. The bad guys get hurt, and Laura Flynn Boyle is sad. Baby likes the military singing through by the army, but Mr. Oh, well, I wrote some really weird notes on this. Yeah, what is happening? <laughs> baby likes the military singing by uh, Mr. Brant, or the guy, the guy at the, uh, oh my gosh. Jesus, did you have a stroke while you were writing that? I might have. He goes to the a senior center, a mili- like a veteran center, and he listens to these veterans sing, This is the Army, Mr. Brown. And I wrote, You and your baby went to town. And I wrote, I saw this movie in a theater. <laughs> Bam. Because I did. <laughs> okay, so that's what you remember. Everything. Oh, I remember everything about this movie. So, okay, you love this movie. <laughs> um, I mean... Once this movie was going, I did take I a few do. notes. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go through my notes real quick so I can then close my computer and just okay. let you talk for the rest of it. No. Okay. So here we go. So I wrote opening. Okay? This is a John Hughes production. It is, he wrote it. This is written by John fucking Hughes. You know, king of the eighties right. beauty. He also like wrote Home Alone and, then, and that's where I mean this is very clearly like and he this was part of his contract to like I think at Fox after he wrote like he was owed he owed them movies and this was like the last one of the movies he owed. He wrote Baby's Day. He was like, "Here's something I wrote when I was in eighth grade. <laughs> I think it'll work." I mean, it seems like something I would write in eighth I mean, grade. Oh my god, that was a really good theory I just came up with. And us, he's like looking through the pile of stuff. He's like, shit, I got to get another movie out to these guys. Like, what do I have left? I did Home Alone. But what? Oh yeah, Home Alone stemmed oh, from this yeah. thing about a baby. Yeah. Yep. Okay. My second bullet says, twin babies as the baby. 
<laughs> Correct. They use twin babies. That's always a fun fact. You know, who doesn't yeah, love well, twin gotta babies? Yeah, well, you got to use twins. Sometimes you got to yeah. use triplets. Yeah. If you use, well, if you have two, tw- if you have twins, then you have to want to use three, three, because you need one to, as a backup. Math. Yeah. Okay. Third bullet. The dad is the jerk fiance in Wedding Singer. Yeah. Julia Gulia's husband. Yeah. What's his Mr. name? Mr. Gulia. Mr. Gulia. <laughs> we don't know his, we can't remember his name. Okay. We so could have looked it up, notable. but we didn't. That's notable about yeah. this movie. Notable. Uh, next bullet. Lara Flamboyle seems so young. She's very young in the movie. She's the plays the mother of the baby. The baby is a very rich baby. The baby's a, this is a rich family. The the um nanny is Cynthia Nixon from Sex in the Sex City. Sex in the City. She takes care of baby Boo more than Lara Flamboyle and Mr. Gulia. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yep. What was the other bullet point? <laughs> um mm-hmm. Oh, so I took some real plot plot points here. Okay. The mom is going through clothes, trying to pick out an outfit for his pictures. Nanny gets him all pampered up. Great. That's Good a really points. helpful fucking note right there. Give me some high stats while hold we're on, talking at the beginning. On. Oh, yeah, one more? more. Oh, I got sorry. two more. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Tyler, comma, quotation mark. It's a baby! He's the star <laughs> of this movie! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Elliot, who's our six-year-old. Six-year-old son. I know. That's why I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we watched this with our kids. Yeah, we did. And they all loved it. Mm-hmm. Every single one of okay, them. Okay, so first, I gave Marion two choices for movie. Yeah. I said she could, we could watch Baby's Day Out right. or Jumanji. Which, the original Jumanji. Which I really wanted to watch. You wanted to watch Jumanji. You really wanted to watch Baby's Day Out. I always want to watch Baby's Day Out. And she was just like, <laughs> just a total bitchy poo the whole time. She's like, I don't want to watch this. Mm, I don't want to watch this. Mm. And then as soon as this fucking movie got going, she was four inches from the TV laughing her little giggly ass She found off. it delightful. Oh my God, she loved it. Fun fact, this is not the first time that she's seen it. She saw it as a young little baby when I had it on, when it was on like HBO one time. That when she was like time two. I fell asleep. Or maybe then, because I, I have the DVD, guys. You do. Um, yeah, she, she, this is not her first time. Yeah, she loved it. Well, she's being such a bitchy poo, because I knew that she would love it, because she loves Marshall, our two-year-old, and she just finds that he's a baby still. She and, loves yeah, baby stuff. She's just a big fan of it. I knew that she would just go crazy for this movie, but she's like, I don't want to watch, I don't want to watch Jumanji. She don't know what Jumanji is. She didn't want to watch anything. She wanted to watch a Disney movie. She didn't want to watch anything. See how they get you, Disney? She's like, I want to watch a Disney princess movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My final bullet point before I close the laptop here. Okay, you gotta get no, you gotta get the fine, high stats fine. and stuff. Is a uh, baby kicks him in the balls. Oh, except yeah, that happens early. The in, dad. Oh, the dad. the dad. That's right. There's yeah. a lot of ball. There's a lot of balls going on in this movie. A lot of ball handling. Or the bad guy. I don't know. No, the dad man. Yeah, the the photographer. Yeah, the photographer. Okay. The, well, the new Joe Montana. Okay, Tyler. What year did this movie come out? Ninety four. Yeah, July first. That. My friend. It's a summer is, blockbuster. It's our wedding anniversary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why I picked it, baby. Oh, my God. That is amazing. That's why I picked it. I'm always going to remember. So they were really... <laughs> so this is... You're going to give me some other high stats, but I find this... They, they were so balls out on this one, weren't they? Release date was it. What was the budget? The budget? Hold on. What was it rated? PG. G. PG? PG. Because of violence. There's a lot of violence. A lot and of kid an hour and 39 minutes. Maybe they, nine minutes too long. They could have cut about 39 minutes out of this one. I mean, probably, but nine minutes too long for sure. Okay, so what's your guess on what the budget was? I think we re- looked it up and it was like $50 million. Is oh, that right? $50 million. <laughs> That's unbelievable to me. Don't they worry. They spent $50 million Don't worry. on this. It grossed worldwide. Oh, God. $27 million. <laughs> That's so bad. Because why would you... Okay. As someone, <laughs> as someone 
who unapologetically loves this movie, there is no way in hell, if I'm a studio head, am I ever giving them $50 million, let alone $20 million, maybe not even $10 million for this premise, because it's not going to be the hit like Home Alone was. They really thought this was going to just be just a gigantic hit. How? Why? No. You had to know. A July 1st release date in the middle of summer? We We put Spider-Man movies out on the July 1st. We got this. Like, move over Spider-Man. They weren't making Spider-Man movies at that point. But you get the point. This is a big summer release date. And they're putting out Baby's Day out. Of course it's not going to do well. Of course. That being said, classic. Classic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Let me just list a few other movies that came out in 1994, just to give you an idea. Speed, which is a very good comparison. The Lion King. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that summer. People were still going to The Lion King, and then they... Uh... Forrest Gump. Yeah. True Lies. The Mask. Speed. Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, it was a summer. They're like, fucking Baby's Day Out, Baby's Day Out's gonna do it. The kids need something to Hughes. see. They already saw Lion King. We need to get them into the theater again. Okay. Um... A lot I of did, notable people. I did pull up the Roger Ebert oh, good. review here. Good. Um, you want to so, read it now? So if Tyler were to score this f- out of four stars, what, well, what would you give it, babe? Well, what do you mean? Like cri- like as a critic or as like some <laughs> like as someone who watched it as a kid? Let's go first with as you in your spirit soul today. Four stars. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you as a critically acclaimed critic. Two and a half stars. Two and a half. (laughs) Two and a half. And what is your guess on what Roger Ebert gave it? One star. (laughs) Oh, you underscored. Okay. One and a half stars. He gave it one and a half That's pretty bad. (laughs) That's really bad for him, isn't it? Oh, yeah. (laughs) He doesn't really have much to say other than, like, it's bad. Okay. I'm not going to sit here and defend it as a good movie. Because, I mean, it's not. They're just like, we, Home Alone worked, let's put a baby in it. But this movie, uh, speak, I mean, okay, so, as you know, you know, you of all people, Angela, know, I really like babies. <laughs> so, okay, so, you really like babies. And I've liked babies since I was a kid. Like, I just liked babies. Or, you've liked babies since 19, July 1st, 1994. Maybe. I was like, oh my god, I can't wait to grow up and have a kid that's gonna cause trouble for bandits. So funny that we got married on the day that seated. All intentional, baby. The whole thing. All intentional. So you are kind of an unusual man in the in your love of babies. I like babies. Most men that I've met are scared of babies. They're nervous. They don't like them. They don't want to deal with them. They are more interested in like kids that can walk and talk. Give me that baby. I will hold that baby all day if you need someone to hold that baby. Give me that baby. I've always been like that. I'll take that baby. You got you got a baby that's been bugging you? I'll take that baby off your hands. I'll take it right now. No questions asked. I'll take that baby. You know what's funny is that Marion, I think, loves babies just like you do. Yeah. The other kids are like, meh. So you're going to tell me that there's a movie where a baby is going to be like the star of the movie, going to walk around giggling, laughing, making little weird comments, and these other guys are going to fall down in front of it a bunch? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course I'm going to love that movie. Of course I am. Of course. I'm a human. I'm alive. I'm breathing, aren't I? I mean, it's pretty It's pretty fun. Some of the scenes are pretty fun. I was fun to watching with our kids because yeah. they were generally thinking that a lot of these pratfalls were working. Like, they thought it's pretty funny. I will say that I think the movie holds it holds up for about an hour, in my opinion. Like, I think, like, the level of slapstick is, like, 
fine. It's like the Three Stooges. A little bit. That construction scene is ridiculous. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's money. No, it's just, it's, there's, there's, okay. If this is You know how in Home Alone and Home Alone 2 there are a couple of traps where you'd be like, oh, they'd be dead if they got hit by that. That is literally like everything that happens to these three oh, guys. Oh, they fall off of they would be killed. 80-story fucking building onto their back. They have been killed. They're killed at least 50 times in this movie, these three yeah. guys. And it it's a notable... It's such a weird... This is where the $50 million went because they spent... They they couldn't they knew they couldn't get people unless they like paid them. So Th- Cynthia Nixon's obviously young. Laura Fulbright's young. But like Fred Thompson's playing like the FBI... Or the police uh, chief or the guy in charge of their case. Mm-hmm. Got Joe Montana. Fat Tony mm-hmm. is your main villain. Joey Pants, star of the 90s. Joe Paneliano is your other henchman. Yeah. And I think, by the way, is crushing it in this movie. And then the other third guy that's not as famous. But, um, but yeah, I mean, they spent money getting these guys. And uh, I don't know. They're putting in the effort. You got to give them credit because they go through these pratfuls pretty hardcore. Was there anything? So yeah, what are your thoughts? You watched this whole movie, like what? Well, what were your I didn't legitimate really watch thoughts? the whole movie because I might have fallen asleep for a little bit of Tell it. Tell me what your thoughts were, though. Like watching this, knowing that I have this kind of like I guess semi. I don't. I wouldn't call. I don't like being called. I don't have an ironic love for things. I don't really believe in that phrase. I think you just have like a childhood nostalgic love for it and i i think now it's that plus this idea that like they made this movie put it out in theaters and they spent 50 million dollars on it that's the kind of like quote-unquote bad movie i like in that people really thought this was a good idea (laughs) and they thought people were going to respond to it and i find that fascinating when people make these decisions and it's on the screen forever and it'll always be there and that's what this is a little bit it's still genuine i feel like the movie still has its heart in the right place they don't ever treat the family dynamic of it, like, uh, you know, the parents are obviously sad. There's a conflict in that the par- the mother already feels like she's not around the baby enough. Like, they're rich snobs, but they kind of peel that back and let Laura Flynn Boyle have a, a few scenes of being, like, a real person. And Cynthia Nixon is a real person who cares about the baby. So we're not, like, just doing it for goofs. They are trying to take that seriously. I Maybe to the movie's detriment because it slows down when we go cut back to the parents a lot. But, you know, at least they're not, like, just, like, it's a goofy kid movie. They're trying. Trying to make it a real yeah. thing. Yeah. All those things that you said. I was going to criticize it for the nanny storyline. Mm-hmm. But I think that's... I think that you're right in that there was that scene at the end where uh, Laura, Lara Fun Bloyle's nice to her and is like, it's okay for you to be sad, too. It's like, your baby, too. It is. He's like, more your baby something in a lot of cases. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that works. Now, we do have to talk about the plot of these three guys, though, because... It's something that <laughs> can what you was imagine? John thinking? Well, can you imagine if you put this movie later in, uh, the, like, put, made it current? Right? There's no way. So the old premise is they bring in a photographer, uh, and Joe Pantoliano and Joe Montana and the other guy. They're like they kid- They stop the real photographer. They kidnap him. They dress up in goofy clothing. They're doing like French accents or whatever, wearing foo foo clothes, and they come in to take pictures. Right. And then their first thing, first of all, their butler at the mansion, he ain't have any of this shit. He sees through this bullshit right off the bat. But he doesn't say anything. Yeah. Come on, Joe. See something. He's like that same, he's like that butler in Spider-Man 3 that decided not to tell old Harry Osborn about what happened to his dad and let the whole fucking third movie go. That's a really specific reference. (laughs) Let's keep it moving. Everybody on the internet knows about that one. Uh, So then they, the the Joe Montana is like, can I have some time with the baby alone while I like get him in the mood to take pictures? Like, that's a fucking hell no. Like, no one's leaving this child alone with these these people. Nobody. Okay, question. Are you being sexist right now, though? 
if the photographer was a woman you don't leave him today, alone I would leave our baby alone with our photographer. She's great. If they were pull, doing being as odd and strange as they were, and if it was the first time you've met them, and the first time and it's you been met about them, four minutes, and there's three of them, and they make an awkward request to like, I want to spend time with your baby alone. You're distracting them. You'd be like, No, get out of here. No, what are you kidding me? That's weird. You're weird. You're a weird person. This yeah. doesn't seem right. But rich people, they don't know what's normal. I think that that's what they're trying to go off. They don't know. But then, like, the the nanny doesn't feel like she should go, but she does anyway, and she Mm -hmm. seems worried. But, yeah, no. I got to say, my favorite scene in this movie, Mm -hmm. it happens pretty much right after that if they take the baby, and Joey Pants has to put the baby to sleep. Mm -hmm. Oh, what a delightful sequence of uh, comedy right here. Oh, do tell. Well, there's a lot... I actually like a lot of the small humor in this uh, movie, like the the drool dropping off. The that's later, but I really like the idea of uh, Joey Pants uh, trying to put the baby to sleep. He's like, "All right, go to sleep." He's just sitting in the bed with him. All right, go to bed. Night, night. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know. Do you think it's you fun. appreciate that as a kid? Yeah. <laughs> do you think you appreciate that now? More no, I thought it was really parent. funny, and I have a very specific memory because my mom took me to this movie. I remember that she took me to most all the movies, but she. Uh, so Joey Pants sings a lullaby finally, and they're, like, laughing at him in the other room, which I also find very funny. Um, so he's like, Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> and yep. they keep laughing at him, right? Yep. So then when he gets to the end, he's like, he gets it really into it or whatever. <laughs> and then he's like, and then Mary lost her job, which is a funny. And then uh, what I remember about seeing it was that my mom, because then he like keeps going, and they told him to be quiet. Because like, and then she went to unemployment, and I remember my mom laughing really hard at that. <laughs> <laughs> she might deny it. But... You laughed really hard at that when we were watching it. Because it's funny. Joey Pants is delivering the comedy. He tries to test the baby bottle on some skin first, and so he like the other guy puts it on his bald head and burns it. There's a lot of jokes about that guy's bald head. Good stuff. <laughs> and then the baby... So then what's great about this is that oh he's so in, he's so incompetent. He, like, falls asleep himself reading the book because he's... Oh, that's the key to this whole thing, right? The movie opens with images from Baby Boo's book. And it's it, it shows you everything that's going to happen in the movie because the baby... <laughs> the movie is suggesting that this baby is very intentionally visiting everything in the book. And he's doing it on purpose, which I think is maybe a little bit of a reach. But... He goes to the, the zoo. He's going where it's, things are familiar from the yeah. book. But zoo, shopping, construction site, right? So we get to see all those images. We know those movies going ahead of time. But anyway, they kidnap the book with the baby. And so he... They kidnap the book? <laughs> yeah, they kidnap the book. <laughs> oh, my God, Tyler. I think that's called stealing. And um, <laughs> Joe, Joey Pants <laughs> reads the book. That's the other funny... Like, we're making fun of literacy, too. He can't read, and they're laughing at him from the other part of the... <laughs> so sad. <laughs> he can read just real slowly. He's struggling It's a, a good bit. Joey Pants performance. I'm just saying that. It is. And uh, so he falls asleep reading the book, and then the window's wide open, and that's where the baby just goes out onto the top of this... Uh, drools on the back of his head. Uh, hilarious hijinks. They get up on the roof, and then Joe Montaigne promptly falls off the building and should be dead... Dead. Ten minutes into the movie, right? Twenty dead minutes in the movie. For sure. Should be dead. Uh, and then, you know, I mean, there's there's thousands of these. <laughs> I mean, there's probably literally a hundred pratfalls in the movie, but we got to talk about a couple of things. Number oh, one, okay. mm-hmm. nobody in the movie looks at their feet. Excuse me? No one in the movie looks at their feet because this baby tra- traverses uh, uh, city blocks, goes into department stores, and literally no one sees him. <laughs> Versus now, everyone's always looking down at their phones, so they're sure to notice. Oh, you'd know a baby was there all the time. All the time, 
Not in this world. The world, this world, they will never see a baby. Cell phone it's a six month. He's a nine nine month old baby walking around, crawling, crawling on the around. floor. You're gonna see that. Not of soul, except for like uh, the shopping center had a a like a play area. That lady grabbed him, changed his diaper. I love some of the stuff. They're like we get a few instances where the baby, like because someone in the studio, I'm sure, was like, "This movie's unrealistic." Who's going to change that baby's diaper when he's having a day out? Can't be one of those men. Well, they did it one time, right? But if he's eluding them, he well, who's going to change his diaper? So that's a st- I'm sure there was a studio. I was like, how is he going to get his diaper changed? It's like, okay, we'll add a scene where he gets picked up by this person. Oh, yeah? This is, not, this is a studio head. That baby. I know babies. I've seen some babies. Babies get hungry. That baby's going to need a bottle. Who's going to get him a bottle? So he like sneaks into like the bottom of a stroller and grabs a milk bottle feel, and stashes it and drinks like, it. I feel like John Hughes thought ahead, thought through this already. He might have. He's I don't a, think it was a studio head. It was no, him. Maybe you're right. It was eighth grade John Hughes. Yeah, he's like, oh, people are gonna they're gonna ask me questions. Mm, that baby's gonna need a bottle. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably true. So yeah, there's a couple moments where he gets ba- gets changed in a bottle, so you know that he's not been like neglected this whole movie. You love this movie. I do. I I'm, feel like I'm not bringing the excitement to match your excitement. I'm sorry. It's a baby. <laughs> yeah, Dad. That's why I like it. He's having a day out. <laughs> Baby's day out. Uh, they go to the zoo. Um, I just I do want to <laughs> let you know that uh, I've been telling a lot of people at work that we're going to be recording this podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, everyone's like, "What movie?" <laughs> no one's seen it because it didn't do well. <laughs> Nobody fucking saw this movie. No. In fact, I bet this is our lowest listened to podcast. I'm willing to. I'm. There may not be another podcast on the internet that talks about this movie. That's how the little no one has if seen it. If you actually listen, to how this did this podcast, get made? Hasn't done this. <laughs> if you actually listen to this podcast and you saw. Baby's D out when you were growing up or in the 90s. Yeah. Shoot us an email and we will give you a shout out. I'll tell you, I remember very specifically the movie theater in which I saw the movie and it was me and my mom. (laughs) I don't remember other people being there. Well, you were only nine or ten. I don't think people were there to see it. They didn't show up. They go to the zoo. (laughs) Did you know that just 12 years later you'd be marrying the woman of your dreams on that same day? On this day. Twelve, just twelve years later. When they do, uh, you know how you watch, you listen to the radio sometimes, and they're like, "Oh, today on this day, this happened yes. in history." And they'd be like, "Well, Angela and Tyler got married on uh, July first, blah blah blah." And then, uh, oh, they also oh, said, "Oh, babe, we are going to be bringing this one up." Off, oh, go ahead and finish. They also said, "Also on this day, <laughs> Baby's Day Out released in theaters we, to critical acclaim." <laughs> I wish that you didn't already have this on DVD because I would purchase it for our next anniversary. We, you could get us another copy of it. That's Maybe I'll fine. try to get a is a signed copy. Who's still alive that could sign this movie? One of those babies is probably still alive. Is John Laura Hughes still alive? I feel like he died. Yeah, Laura Flynn Boyle. He's dead. Uh, Let's see if the baby Fred still Thompson alive. dead. I'm gonna tweet out at those babies. Okay. I bet they're still alive. They they're born in '94 probably. They go to the zoo. <laughs> Kenneth. Oh no, that's old soldier. Never mind. Let's see, baby. That's baby, the old baby. soldier who sings. This is the army, Mister Brown. Adam Wharton and Jacob Wharton. You and your baby went to town. You're actually singing in public right now. Yeah, it's a good song. That's pretty good. Because the baby, you have to admit that the baby has some pretty great like reaction shots. Like it's kind of cute. He goes boo boo, oh, and then he like laughs, and it's cute. Oh, okay. But he I shakes did... his head okay. sometimes. But I did read that uh-huh. for some of the scenes they used a robot. Uh, like rubber baby, and when you see it, yeah. it's really oh, yeah. creepy. Well, I don't like it. 
Well, they had to, because the baby gets into some danger. If no, you but sometimes it's just like a baby's leg, and you can tell it's a fucking rubber leg. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's not necessary. They could have just waited for the baby to be okay to shoot that scene. No, they're, they're babies. Sometimes they're busy having a bottle. But it's like it'll be like one second normal baby, baby. Next second, weird, creepy rubber thing. Yeah, that's part of the charm. <laughs> And I think you're so enamored, I don't think you noticed it at all. Yeah, sure. But I was like, ugh. No, because the baby, ugh. like, then they cut real quick to the baby, like, when they slip or fall, and the baby goes, he laughs, and he, like, shakes his head smiling. That's hilarious. They had to get that baby <gasps> to do it. Oh, my God. This is, like, serendipity, my friend. What? These babies yeah. were born on my birthday. No. <laughs> November 16th. Now y'all know my birthday. Feel free to send me a present. 1992? 1992. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Serendipity. Whew. That's a lot of coincidence. This is our movie. Hey, we did the episode Serendipity uh, last December. Go back into our archives and uh, check out that episode. I can tell you what episode it was. Episode 25. There you go. It was one of our Christmas episodes. Sure was. See, not an 80s or 90s movie, by the way, because it's part of our rules that we'll talk about next episode. (laughs) Okay, so just to let you know. So they go to the zoo. (laughs) Adam, Adam Wharton doesn't have any filmography other than Baby's Day Out. Okay. Let's check out his brother. Jacob Wharton. Wait for it. Mm-hmm. Also, nothing else listed. <laughs> well, yeah. It's not like they chose to be in the movie. Oh, yeah. They didn't choose to be in the movie. <laughs> like, that's not like they didn't have, like, the acting bug. So, hey, like, it's hey, very likely hey, that you hey, would just not do that. Hey, his brother was also born on November 16th. What are the odds? Oh, weird. <laughs> so, well, why would you... <laughs> You're and a also, baby. Hold on. Look, There's at this, no... look at this picture of Jacob Wharton. Oh, you're going to like that. It's got the monkey that we haven't talked about, the ape. Oh, he's so cute. Um... <laughs> he's a baby sitting on a big old ape. Yeah, it's great. Um, no, if it's not like this movie is going to get you cast in another movie. <laughs> I'm going to find these guys. You're basically starting from shout zero. Shout out to them. I hope they're still alive. Like, how does one find them if if they're not... Acting. So the baby, oh, they're on Wikipedia. So it's the cool. So the baby goes to the zoo, uh-huh. and there's a big ape, and it's a guy in a costume, and the baby is sleeping in with the, sleeping in the cage with the the ape, and the ape like it's like it's a it's being a mother to him. He's got an Instagram profile, perfect, and a Facebook profile. Does he have a baby yet? And it does, if one of them has a baby yet. Do they look like? Oh, great question. They're only twenty six years old. They could have a baby. I know we got married when we we had a baby when we were twenty seven years old. There you go. They go to the zoo, <laughs> and oh, Adam Morton has a YouTube channel. Our kids really liked the hijinks of the bad guys trying to get the baby out of the ape cage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, one of them gets like a is it like a, it's not a pitchfork. It's like a shovel. What do they use? It's like a big long rod. I don't remember. He Sorry. gets uh, shot up in the air by the ape. Another one gets their hand crushed. Uh, I like the stuff where they're dragging the baby by a, sh- uh, a shoestring mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. trying to pull him out. And then the ape puts his ape finger on the other shoestring and drags him back. Yeah, that was a pretty intense and funny scene. You laughed. And I'm bringing this scene up because you laughed yeah, at least three times during the scene. Because it's funny. It's a baby playing with an ape when obviously it's a guy in a costume. But it's funny. Am I right? You are so right. 
What he you... only has 235 followers on Instagram. We gotta change that. We'll use, we'll, what we'll do is we'll get our, um, 45 <laughs> Instagram followers and we'll get them that's to generous. join. That's, that's a generous number. 36, uh, Instagram followers on our Instagram. His and he'll get, got about the same. Let's get those guys up to 300 fans of the show. I think so. <laughs> Clicking follow. Yeah, we're following him. Oh, what if they're like, what if he's a Nazi? Well, you're going to be following some Nazi head, stuff. So. You're going to find some Nazi stuff on okay. your Instagram feed. So before I do that, maybe I'll just do that tomorrow before I post this podcast. Okay. I didn't. Hopefully, they have a Twitter account. That's what people respond to, right? They shout out, shout back. I don't know. I don't know what is Twitter. Polly Shore uh, said hi to us on Twitter, though. Sort of. Yeah, he said yeah because yeah. we did an episode on in the army now episode. I got you. I got you. No, no, no. I got you. In the Army Now. Episode 21. Yeah. There's another one that people don't say they saw. <laughs> no, people love In the Army Now. They do? It's one of our popular episodes. Oh, great. Check it out. <laughs> so, you were going to say something else about the movie, Baby's Day Out, or nothing? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I can tell you. Okay. Um, It was a movie. Mm-hmm. With a baby. It was like Home Alone for Babies. Now it's time to play America's favorite podcast game, no. Angela Explains <laughs> It All. No. I don't like your like Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na. I'm going to tell you a scene in Baby's Day Out. It's the construction scene. Can you? I want you to name me as many of the Pratt Falls injuries that happened to these three men in the construction zone that you can remember. Ready, set, go. Okay. So there's this movie called Baby's Day Out. Yep. And there's a construction scene yep. where the baby sneaks past a guard who's He's sleeping. sleeping. <laughs> does that count as a pratfall? No, but it's funny. <laughs> I feel like it does. It's funny. Um, And I feel like there's a donut involved. The guy's eating a donut earlier. Something. Yep. Um, and then there's so many Pratt Falls. That's why I'm asking you. I want you to remember what Pratt Falls specifically. Okay. Well, can I you, remember. How about you can just tell me where these, what are the three final Pratt Falls that ultimately stop these three hooligans, these three well, ghouls? There's something involved with one of them falls off the building. Completely falls off the building. One of them gets stuck on the top of an elevator that's going up and down and then like falls off. It's an actual like beam they're bringing up. Oh, the beam! No, two no, of them no, get stuck the, on that. There's the elevator, though. Yeah. Oh, the baby goes on to the top of the elevator and then goes on to something else. Mm -hmm. And then there's a beam to the nuts. Sure, of course there is. Yeah, one of them lands on the beam on the nuts. Yep. Yep. Oh, and then one lands in cement. Yep. Joey Pants ends up in the cement. Yep. There's that. All that. I mean, he he falls probably like fifty stories. It seems like. Yeah. Should be dead. Uh, well, they should all be dead so many times. Yeah. What else you got? That's all. What? They all fell a bunch. No. I don't remember. You don't remember? They all fell off of things. One guy fell completely into, like, some debris in a garbage can and was, like, fine. Oh, no, that guy <laughs> definitely had, like, a chunk of cement go through his skull. Joe Montana, they give him a quite a spectacular speech where he is finally like, the Milwaukee Mog couldn't get me, but now I'm going to get the, the baby's going to take me out. No baby's going to take me out when the Milwaukee Mob couldn't get me. I don't know what you're talking it's about. A, he gets to have a whole speech. Oh, well, He's that's like, cool. This is like uh, 295 pounds of guts, guile, and gristle versus goo-goos, gagas, and giggles. 
he gets to do like a big uh angry monologue and then he slips on some goo and the baby shakes his head laughing hilarious and then uh <laughs> <laughs> who are you who the did baby. i marry and then he gets stuck on the the wrecking ball he came in like a wrecking ball and he like lands on it and then they shut down the whole power Jesus, would you fall asleep during this part <laughs> I sort of Kids were the liking wrecking it. ball flying around. Yeah, he gets on the wrecking ball to go back down or whatever, and then they turn out it's quitting oh, time. Oh, he gets stuck. And he's just up there for the rest of the night. Okay. Hey, speaking of wrecking ball. He came in like it. Um, I just closed I, my I've eyes. I've never <laughs> seen the music video, and we were uh, watching... Uh, the wrecking, uh, the Miley Cyrus wrecking ball music video. Yeah, I've never seen Which the is great. music video. <laughs> it's and, a great song. Um Marion, who's eight, is just now starting to get into like pop music and like a uh, actual non kid music, and she's obsessed with the Sarah Bareilles uh, love song, love song, right? Which is like ten years old. And she, I just told her that we met her once years ago, and it she like lost her mind. Um, which yes. is great. So I watched that music video, and then I was trying to find some other ones, and then Marion and Elliot went off to play, but then the Wrecking Ball one came on, right? And I watched it. And I didn't realize that Sawyer was in the room, but um, that music video is not appropriate for kids. She's naked, right? Swinging She's on the... naked. Well, they, you can't see anything. You can see side boob, a lot of side boob, and then top boob, and then also she's naked straddling the wrecking ball. She came in like a wrecking ball. And as soon as it's over... All you ever did was wreck me. It was so... I do like that song. Yeah, and it's called like one of the video. greatest songs ever, but okay. So then, it. Can we just agree that it's one of the greatest songs ever before we yes, continue? obviously. You said you like that song. You don't love that song? No, I love that song. Thank you. It's great. And also, <laughs> our four-year-old Sawyer yeah. also loves that song. Oh, that's was, why she said... Because when it was over, oh, when it was thinks... over, she goes, she goes, she goes, Mama, I like that song. And I was like, oh, shit, you are in the room. So that explains everything. I told you, why didn't you tell me this? Because a couple days ago, she was like waving herself all around the room. She was <laughs> slamming into me. And I was like, what are you doing? Why are you being so crazy? She's like, I'm a wrecking ball, dad. I'm a oh wrecking ball. <laughs> I told you that. And you didn't, you didn't mention that she watched the video? No, you, no, I think we watched the video after that. No. She... We just watched this on Sunday. Today's Tuesday. What? Yeah. <laughs> That kid sometimes creeps Sunday. me out. So maybe she had a premonition and then she watched it? I don't no, know. there's something else with a Wrecking Ball recently. Oh, she saw something else with Wrecking Ball. Yes. Can we just agree that Wrecking so, Ball no, is a great song? No, because you were mentioning Wrecking Ball, so then I was like, I gotta watch that music video. Well, it's a music video. It's not a child. It's not a child's music video, but it's a great song. No, it's, it is not a child's video. It's called art. Why don't you chill out about the human body? Oh, I think it's totally fine, but maybe not for a four-year-old. The context of the song. She wants to run around you naked all the time. Me. You wreck re re e me. Yeah. That's what do you mean? Pretty dark. Well, it's... Do, can we just can we just play the whole song? It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to get in trouble. Oh, uh, the other thing. Uh, okay, so the, you failed that construction thing. I you had to help what? you. You know what? Screw you. Okay. <laughs> now, what did you think? The last thing I want to talk about, other than that awesome song I've already sung twice, is. There's a scene where the cops, like, they finally get the baby. They grab the baby one time in the park, and they have him, finally. Oh, and then the God, cops come. that scene. Mm -hmm. And so they cover the baby up with his jacket, Joe Montana's jacket, and they sit very awkwardly on a park bench. Mm -hmm. And then we get multiple shots of the baby under his pants, grabbing his crotch, punching his crotch. And finally, lighting his crotch lighter, on fire. Starting it on fire. So what did you think about that scene? I did not enjoy it. It is weird. <laughs> I thought one. I thought this is this is perverted. 
Well, I don't know if it's perverted, but it's weird. Oh, uh, okay. It's it's weird. I don't like it. I think that's where they got their PG, though, because it's just a lot of nut humor right here. Because there's, like, grabbing? It's just, like, very weird to see, like, a ro- very clearly, like, a robot baby hand. Or a dummy. <laughs> robot baby. Or, like, a dummy hand. hand. It was not a real baby under there. Not at any point. Maybe it was. It was rubber. smoke. No. You tell me I don't neck recognizing. That was obviously a, that was a robot baby hand. Well, one of those cops looks familiar. It was uh, the janitor from Scrubs. There we go. Yeah, and other things since then. Yeah. I mean, at one point, the joke was like, mmm, that smells like barbecue. Yum. He's probably got to change the batteries. He keeps, like, raising his vo- like, like he, his voice adjusts while he's talking. Because he's being burned and That's another uh, sequence that I remember my mom laughing really hard at during when we saw it in the theater. She's, like, a big fan of nut humor, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Violent nut humor. Shout out to Tyler's mom. I keep doing this in the hopes that, like, she just one day decides to, like, actually listen to one and, like, oh, I remember that movie, Baby's Day Out, and then she'll listen and I'm just telling everybody that she's, uh, got, she's in a nut humor. My mom. She's into something. Look, thanks for taking me to this movie, mom. We had popcorn and I obviously had a delightful time, so thank you. Your mom's really nice. Yeah, so, you know, nuts. Yeah, it's a weird scene, though, huh? <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think it was funny. No, it's not very funny. I like the Joe Martini's... scene was way funnier than the the burning. The I think balls the movie kind of climbed like really like in terms of like it, it working I mean, for the me. It was really funny. It's a funny ape <laughs> <laughs> because it didn't straight up go aggressive. No, the ape was playing it cool for a little while. Like, there's a baby in here. I'm playing it cool. Wasn't there a thing about an ape that got... Was that Harimbe or whatever? Wasn't that a real situation where some kid fell in a cage and then they had to, like, kill the gorilla? Was that a gorilla? It was something. And I'm pretty certain those parents were like, Bitch, I saw Baby's Day Out. That ape's gonna fucking take care of my two-year-old. That's what I said when that whole situation... the two-year-old. No, that's not what happened. (laughs) No, that's not at all what happened. (laughs) And then they had to kill the ape. They had to kill the ape. The baby was fine. The ape killed the baby. No, the baby was fine. And the zoo people had to kill the ape. No, the baby was fine. They killed the ape in anticipation of of it hurting the baby. Obviously, it wasn't gonna do that. If they had seen Baby's Day Out, they know he would just nurture that baby. Scientific God, it's so dumb. Justice for Harimbe is right. That's what I say. Sure, they didn't. It didn't kill the two-year-old. Hmm. Oh no! That, no. That's the Stop it! Stop it! No. Land. That's a whole. Yeah, that was. That was. That baby got eaten. But and that is really sad. Yeah. Well, it's not funny. Why do you keep bringing this up? I'm talking about a thing. So you know what? Okay. That's you know, baby's day out is a really unrealistic depiction. This baby would also not survive this day because <laughs> no one looks. To, I mean, he's a crossing baby can't streets. crawl out of a fucking window just out the get go. I mean, part of me, so I was a little bit worried with our four-year-old watching it, because I always wanted to preface this, like, don't let Marshall out of the, and don't let him go anywhere like this. Yeah. Don't ever do this. Don't have him walk across a ledge across the stairs. It's not like funny, because the, the movie is positing the, the baby has baby luck. Mm. They say that several times. Oh, it's baby luck. Baby luck is surviving. No, there's no such thing as baby luck. Don't put your, don't leave your baby sleeping with Joey Pants and next to an open window in a city, city building. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, don't let your baby go up 30, 40, 50 flights. Don't let three weird photographers say, I want to spend some time with you alone. No, say no. You don't need three people to take pictures either. Maybe back in 1994, there was more, much more things involved or whatever. You see that dopey outfit that they put that kid in, though, for those pictures? Yeah. So they wanted to get a great 90s. picture to put in, like, the newspaper, right? And then they just had to use a regular one, and they didn't want that. Miller Film Boyle didn't want that picture in the paper. Like I just wanted my baby's picture of the paper and now he's in there and I don't want it. Tragedy. Remember when the baby goes to that veteran's center 
and like they make the baby happy by singing the song this is the army mr brown and the baby like is kind of bobbing to it and dancing because he likes the song isn't that hilarious you love babies (laughs) yeah it's a cute baby so um would you recommend a baby's day out to people who haven't seen it no because they'll just be dicks about it (laughs) what if they have would you recommend it to uh people with kids if you are the type of parent that, like, is okay with, like, prattful violence and, like, Looney Tunes. Like, you know, Looney Tunes are kind of, like, aggressively violent. Three Stooges. Yeah, I mean, if your kids are okay, if you're okay as a parent showing them that and your par- your kids are okay with, like, fake violence, you know, then yes. But I don't know. Some parents maybe not be into that anymore. I have no idea. Yeah, all these helicopter millennial parents are like, oh, that's so unsafe for my baby. You're talking about me. <laughs> I am talking about you. But I let our, I, Marshall watched it. I showed Marshall Threat Level Midnight today. What are you going to do? Excuse me? <laughs> I showed him Threat Level Midnight today. What is Threat Level Midnight? Starring Michael Scarn. Oh, <laughs> I'm I'm there now. Yeah. It's good. He was mad that our psych episode wouldn't load up, so I had to t- put something it. else on. We Marshall likes to watch psych before he goes to bed. <laughs> He does. He does. And if you don't watch it, he gets really mad. And so Amazon Prime all night long. Amazon Prime wasn't working. Well, I can't believe he was asleep, but apparently Threat Level Midnight took care of it for him tonight because we watched that instead of Psych. He was pretty into it. Yeah, Threat Level Midnight. It's not. He didn't. He told when I turned it on though. He's like, no. (laughs) He wanted to watch Psych. He wanted to watch. He was very specific with his routines. Yeah, he likes. I would like to just point something out that um, no offense, Marshall, but this nine-month-old baby seemed way smarter than Marshall. Oh yeah. But well, like Marshall, long Marshall could not do any of these things. Marshall can walk, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Marshall. Aww. Figure it out, buddy. Figure it out, baby. <laughs> I'm giving. I'm exposing you to so much by watching Psych. You should be learning your whole life. Maybe he's. Maybe he's internalizing and he's going to become a. He's going to become a fake psychic detective. I think he's going to become a, one of many things. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. So that so, was Baby's Day Out. That was Baby's Day Out. Uh, I didn't see it growing up. And it was, they had some fun moments. It's fun to watch with your kids. It's fun to watch with someone who loves it. It's fun to watch it with me. It's fun to watch with Tyler. Because I'll be like, this movie's funny. (laughs) I mean, maybe in the future we'll have a promotion where you can win a date with Tyler. You can watch Baby's Day Out. Blank check. Little Big League. (laughs) (laughs) Revenge of the Ninja. (laughs) All these good movies. Uh, Okay. Any any final notes of wisdom, Beb? Beb? You should, Baby's Day Out's great. <laughs> <clears throat> I can't believe they spent $50 million on it. Okay. So, to close out the episode, we're going to do a little tea time with Tyler. Okay. I don't have any more tea, neither do you. Oh, I don't, but I, I actually do have some tea. So, it's just going to be slurping tea time with Tyler. Sometimes okay. we do that when I don't have a refill. Okay. So, tea time with Tyler, you have as much time as, it, as I give you by pouring more water into my tea or slurping my tea to answer a question. Okay. Okay. Name, are you ready? All the best movies with babies that you can think of. Best movies with babies? Best movies? Well, Baby's Day Out takes number Name one. Name some movies with babies. Ghostbusters 2 features a baby uh, that gets uh, kidnapped by a ghoul. Um, I just watched five minutes of that on TV. Um, what else has a baby in it? Goodness gracious. Full House doesn't count. The Hangover, they have a baby. Zach Galifianakis is lunging around, carrying on a baby for a while in that movie. Uh, what else has a baby in it? Full House. <laughs> 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 I 
A lot of sitcoms, all the sitcoms had a baby in it. Every time they ran out of storylines, they added a baby. I wonder how much money that of that $50 million just came from that fucking baby. Are babies expensive? What do you mean expensive? They didn't buy the baby. To ha- to pay to have on No, you, parents line up to be Gerber then babies. They there, volunteer for a campaign. Why are movies with babies? They volunteer for a Gerber campaign. Uh, Look Who's Talking has babies. Oh, fuck yes, it does. Look Who's Talking 2 has babies. Look Who's Talking Now, they don't only have babies. There's dogs. How about Boss Baby? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our children love that crazy-ass movie, don't yeah. they? How about Raising Arizona? And the, yeah, and baby, uh, they love the Three Boss baby, baby show. Which we're going to talk about eventually. Oh, in another episode. <laughs> How about Baby Mama? <laughs> I don't think that has... Oh, I guess at the end, sure. Hmm? A lot of movies about having kids Junior? soon. Well, yeah, like there's a lot of movies about people getting kids, like Nine Months and uh, Knocked oh, Up oh, oh, like and Million Dollar Junior. Baby. Million Dollar Baby, there's not actually a baby in there. Well, I mean, you know. No, it's, it's Clint Eastwood and Hillary Swank and Morgan Freeman. No, a lot of movies about getting ready for a baby or going to have a baby and there's a baby at the end. But not a lot of babies are like, you know, not a lot of movies that like prominently feature a baby throughout. It's true. Yeah, I know. I know it's true. Okay, so that was a fun tea time with Look Tyler. Who's Talking is your big one, I feel like. Yeah. It's a big hit. Oh, yeah. Because the baby's talking. That's a very strange movie. I fucking love that movie. Well, that'll be a future episode, I'm sure. We should have done a back-to-back with Look Who's Talking and then Baby Say Out. Fail. You failed. You fucked up, Tyler. Great pairing. I prefer Baby Stay Out. I prefer Look Who's Talking. Mm. Okay. We neither... It's got John Travolta. But, it's got What's-Her-Name. Well, let's be clear. Neither of us prefer uh, Look Who's Talking Now about the dogs, right? No. Okay. It's not a good one. That movie does not fucking exist. I've probably seen that movie more than the other two, thanks to Cable. Thanks to Cable. <laughs> yeah. What was this motion you were doing with your hands? It's just on a lot, and it was like, this one's not good. I yeah. don't know if the other one's necessarily good, but they're definitely better than that one. Okay, guys, thank you for listening. Um, if you enjoyed this episode or other episodes, you know what I was thinking? We should start asking for reviews at the beginning of the episode, because no one's making it to the end. Let's do that next time. It doesn't time. bode well for the reviews. <laughs> so just like, leave a review before A positive review. Don't send sideways. a negative review. Send a positive one or just don't do it. Yeah, leave a review or add a comment on our website. There's that a, works as well. So please, you can leave comments on our website? On every episode, you can leave a comment. No. Several of our episodes have hundreds of comments. I don't think that that's true. I mean, one episode has one comment. Is one of them that's like, you can make $12.95 every 30 minutes by no. doing this from home. No, it's... Oh. If you'd like to optimize your search engine optimization, please contact us. Yeah. I I don't feel bad about that because I, I go to, like, local news sites and half their comments are just, like, spam from Facebook and stuff. So, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. we're all on the same boat there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, we will talk at you another movie. Bye. Bye. It's a movie about a baby. It's a baby.